Welcome to Motherhood Unstressed, a podcast for anyone who wants to let go of stress and anxiety, take their power back, and learn how to create a truly beautiful life. Each week, I'm speaking with amazing individuals who are experts in the field of entrepreneurship, fitness, nutrition, motherhood, sex, and so much more. I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. I'm a mom, a blogger, and a certified health coach. I'm obsessed with personal growth and change, and I've helped women all around the world regain alignment with what they truly value in life and remove the blocks preventing them from living their life to the fullest. If you're ready to stop living a half-life and move fully into your power, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. In this episode, I am speaking with the amazing Sarah Pendrick. She's the founder of the Girl Talk Network, and her work is rooted in connecting women and creating these safe spaces for them to create true, authentic, meaningful relationships where they can support each other um, in whatever they're going after. And a huge part of that is getting vulnerable and really showing who you are, showing that you're not a perfect being out there. Um, but when you do that, you know that's where true connection happens. And so she's traveled all over the world hosting these events, bringing women together, and really creating a ripple effect of positive change in the world. So I hope this episode inspires you to create stronger connections with the women in your life um, and support them in a real meaningful way. Because when we do that as women, our lives inevitably change for the better. This episode is sponsored by Motherhood Unstressed CBD Supplements. Guys, I am so proud of this product. I'm so excited to share it with you. Um, I've been talking about it for a while, but just to give you kind of some background, CBD is used to help your body battle stress and anxiety. And I have sourced the highest quality CBD from a locally owned family farm in Colorado. I've also added in ashwagandha and green tea extract. And this is just another tool in your toolkit to help you battle stress and anxiety in a natural, legal, non-psychoactive way. So if you're interested in checking them out, they're on my website, motherhoodunstressed.com. And if you use the code launch, you'll be able to save 10% off. This episode is also sponsored by Four Sigmatic. This is a company straight out of Finland and they do mushroom powders and I have mushroom powders in my coffee every single morning, every single morning. And if I don't do it, I just don't feel right. I don't feel as sharp. I don't feel as energized and I haven't been sick. So I know that it's doing amazing things for my immunity as well. So if you go to Four Sigmatic, use the code unstressed to save 10% off. This episode is also sponsored by the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, better known as IAN. Guys, this is a school that I went to for health coaching, and honestly, I didn't even go to become a health coach. I really just wanted to learn more about health and wellness and figure out how to be healthier in my own life and help my kids be healthier and, you know, have more information to give my family members when they would ask me questions about this diet or that diet. And Of course, I learned all about that, um, but I also learned so much more. I learned about having a business. I learned about marketing. I learned about, you know, really how to create a well-rounded life for myself and how to encourage others around me to do the same. So it ended up being such a transformational experience, um, and it was a really beautiful experience. I'm kind of sad that I'm not still in the school. I would look forward every week to the different modules. 
Um, and so if this is something that kind of resonates with you, if you're kind of curious about it, you can head on over to my website. I have a sample class for IAN that you can check out. I also have a curriculum guide. Um, and if your interest is piqued uh, and you end up on a discovery call with them, just mention my name, Elizabeth Carlisle, and you will receive $1,000 off your tuition, which is an unreal deal. Um, so definitely check them out. I really can't stress how how wonderful the experience was and how much it changed my life. Well, hey, Sarah, how are you? I'm so excited that you're here. Hi, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. I've been waiting to sit down with you, so I'm really excited and honored to be here. Well, you are here for a very important reason, and we are going to talk about your mission and your company and really just connection with women, because I feel like that is something that's so needed and missing, you know, for, you know, most of my listeners are moms, but a lot of them are non-moms. And I feel like across the board, it's something that we all crave and need on a soul level and you're doing it and I love it. And you have such a great platform. So I'm just thrilled to talk to you and dig into everything about Girl Talk. So before we even get into all of that, why don't you kind of take us through, you know, their creation and uh, how Girl Talk really came about. So what about the events in your life that led you to where you are now? Gosh, so when people ask me this, I'm like, how far back do you want to go? <laughs> I feel like it's something that has been inside me forever. It's something that I was meant to do. And I always knew that, but life takes you in different directions and takes you off track. So Mm -hmm. even when I went off track from what I just knew my purpose was, everything brought me back. And those, you know, times that I went left instead of right, as my mentor says, Mm -hmm. it really brought me, it made me stronger. It gave me other things to just be really ready when it was time for me to do the work that I'm doing with Girl Talk. So Um, first there's a lot of different things. Like you said that we all really crave the same thing, right? Like, I love that you said non-moms. I'm a mom, even I'm a dog mom. You might hear him barking, (laughs) (laughs) but I want to be a mom someday and being a mom or not being a mom as women, we really crave connection and it's ingrained in us even far back as tribes where they raise their children together and, We love being surrounded and just having that connection. So I had already really needed that in my life. I had three brothers. Um, I just loved helping people, especially talking to women. Um, So I just think it was ingrained in me to do something with women and also with connection. So I went to school for psychology. I've always was like playing psychologist with my friends. I've probably told this story before, just like also wanting to be a performer because I loved, you know, the dramatic, like putting on a show type of things. And now I'm kind of like, it's weird because everything that I wanted to be, I am in a way, you know, I consider my, I have a psychology background and I'm doing therapist work in a way. I'm also a performer where I'm speaking, I'm doing interviews, I'm having events. So it's really just, if all of us I posted about this the other day because I was thinking about it. If we all just think about what we wanted to be when we grow up and even like the moms that are listening, what your kids want to be, it really is a testament of what our true purpose is and how can we bring that into our business now if we aren't living like that? 
I love that because I mean, I feel like so many people feel like, well, this is why I went to school and this is my career now and this is how it's going to be. And that's so not true. I mean, you really took all of the pieces and put them together into this perfect purpose filled mission for yourself. I mean, that's really inspirational. I feel like just by being who you are and doing the work that you're doing, like it's giving people permission to think outside of the box and to find different ways of fulfillment for themselves. No, thank you for that. Thank you for that acknowledgement. I do think it's all about us kind of coming together as women to give each other permission, even in the times that we don't feel like we're enough or that we don't exactly know how to get started. It's almost our responsibility as women to do it because we don't know who we're going to inspire by taking action. Oh, 100%. And I feel like that's kind of, it's almost unavoidable, you know, like when we do take that brave action, it's like, you're going to impact somebody else. Like you can't even help it. You know, it's going to happen. I love it. Yeah. So talk to us about Girl Talking. Who is this specifically for? Who's, who are you serving? So, you know, when I first started, it was, it really, it's of course, like anything, you know, I've grown, I've changed things I've added on, I've learned. But when I first started, I just started because I was in the, in a PR and marketing role. I was making a lot of money, but I was super unfulfilled. And in my like spare time, let's say I was volunteering and I would always leave volunteering almost like I felt this crazy, like high and this happiness. Mm -hmm. And then I started to realize why am I not doing the things that make me happy every day? Why am I only doing it when I have some spare time or remembering like, oh, hey, I want to make my impact. And I was helping um, people build their brands in my PR and marketing agency. And I just realized like, I want to build my own brand. And so I'm like, I'm going to do an event. Like, it's crazy when I think back to it, but it's so the power of believing in yourself and just following your idea but I didn't even have a, I had like 500 person following. I was just like, I'm going to do this event because back then like women supporting women wasn't a hashtag yet. People Mm -hmm. that I would reach out to would be like, what are you talking about? I have enough friends. I mean, Mm -hmm. I had to like pound on a ton of doors, but I just did it because I'm like, there's this really big need for it. So that's how I got started, which led me into what girl talk is today. But you know, we all start somewhere. And even when I think back to how easy that first event like seemed, I'm like, oh my God, how did I even do that and not realize like how crazy that was? But like I said, that's just the power of following, following your vision and, you know, just getting really exhausted and being like, I just don't want to do this anymore. So it started as an event and then we would do the, we would give proceeds to women and children charities while I developed my own charity program. And then I started my own 501c3 So really my big vision is just to be this resource for women everywhere in different stages of their life in different ages. So the nonprofit serves a younger generation and then girl talk in general, like programs, events, um, the community is like our generation and connecting all of us and helping all of us succeed and giving each other permission and having these amazing events and resources. But then part of the proceeds for all of that go to our next, our younger generation. That's so amazing. I mean, I feel like the trend now too, for companies, especially like new companies is to have like some kind of beneficiary role, you know, like companies just don't start and they're like, well, we're just here to make money. Like 
the fact that you're, you're serving a purpose, a greater purpose than yourself. And obviously you're doing great work just by the work that you're doing, but then you're also benefiting these women and children. I mean, that's so next level. Like that's so like where I feel like our culture is going. And I love that, you know, you're kind of on the forefront of it really. And it's like, it's literally changing lives, you know, in our culture. Um, and especially for women and girls, you know, I mean, I feel like when we devote resources towards that particular group, like it, it's amazing what can happen. You know, it's like whatever effect you have, it like times it by 10, you know, yeah. the impact. So yeah. that's so interesting. And all of our, like, if any, everyone that's listening, like whether, you know, whatever they do, it's like, whatever you do, it doesn't matter. How can you kind of give back, especially to women? Like you said, it's our, like, duty or responsibility or just ingrained in us that we should be doing this. Mm -hmm. So how is it that you can give back? And more so I always say like, start with, cause a lot of people will be like, I want to give back. Or, you know, a lot of people that I'm working with right now are like, I just had this vision after working with you, going to your events that I've always known I wanted to write a book, but now I want it to benefit something. So it's mm -hmm. like, it doesn't have to be a charity, but just the work that you're putting out there just benefiting and putting it out there is making an impact and also kind of thinking, what would I want to give my younger self? Like, what was I missing? So yeah. creating something with that too. It doesn't mean for me, I went down the whole rabbit hole for a while of like only nonprofit, not thinking about a profit. And you know, that isn't the smart way either, because I really am a firm believer in the more money that you make, the more impact that you can make. And if you're a good person and you make money, all you're going to do is great things. Right. So I really had to switch my money mindset on that. That's a whole nother story, but I just really believe in, you know, leading with integrity and giving, you know, the world and women, what you crave yourself, because we're all the same. Oh, absolutely. And like, I, I recently interviewed Chris Harder and that's his whole ethos, you know, is, you know, when people, good people make a lot of money, they can do so much more. And so, I mean, I, it's so true. Like one, and I think there is this level of guilt that people feel like even, you know, a lot of health coaches that I associate with, like, they're like, Oh, I don't want to charge. Like, I just want to do good work, but it's like, you're not going to do anybody any good, you know, if you're not, you know, receiving some kind of income. So yeah. yeah. And not even for that, you have to protect your space. And even if you're giving yeah. them, you're not making them show up by having a price that is like, you know, you give them a $20 thing, like they might not even, they're not going to show up. So you're really not doing the best to serve them. And I had to learn this lesson. So I'm not even like preaching <laughs> for me. And, you know, Chris Harder is one of our good friends and he actually like helped me with that too, yeah. with that mindset. And being comfortable saying that. Absolutely. And meaning it, like meaning yeah. it. Like, yeah. So take us through one of your events. Like what goes on? What do you guys talk about? Um, what's a typical event like? So the whole idea and the way that women feel coming out of it hasn't changed, but the event process has only obviously gotten bigger and better. And as I learn more and see more and kind of adjust, but um it's all about women coming together. It's kind of like, not a Tony Robbins, like I love Tony Robbins, but mm -hmm. um, when I went to a Tony Robbins event, I was like, I want to have this type of event, but for women in the way that we would love it in a connecting way and just to come in and have this like self-development and supportive 
event that makes us feel super comfortable where we can connect, we can be vulnerable and we can really grow and really start thinking about what we want and put filling our cups up mm-hmm. and then seeing what that looks like, but giving each other permission for that. So I always think about how I want people and women to feel when they're entering the room, when they're at the event, and then when they leave. So first of all, I'm a big believer in women being celebrated and feeling beautiful, not just from the in, not just on the outside, but on the inside and what's around them. So I work really hard to make the events really, really beautiful. Like I don't just put it, us in a conference room. Mm-hmm. I really want the women to feel celebrated and comfortable and just know that they aren't really alone, have the resources and the people there to talk about what they've gone through. You could have someone that's on the panel or one of the keynote speakers that you would never think has gone through what they've gone through. And I am like, Hey, if you're going to speak at my event or have a presence at my event, like you have to be a hundred percent real and tell the whole story and tell them even what your other saying. There's my, (laughs) um, and tell them, you know, the real parts of it. And even what you're struggling with here today, because what I find is when women are connecting and when we're being honest and we know that we're not the only ones, that's when we like have our high, reach our highest potential and do the best work in all areas of our life. Oh yeah. Because no one's pretending then, you know, everyone lets the mask fall down and they're like, this is where I am. This is what I'm going through. And it's hard, you know, and it's just, I feel like it's that whole, you know, it's that saying when you're vulnerable, that's when you're really the most strong in that moment. Exactly. And that's really like when you're vulnerable, you can get to where you want to go faster. I know it seems crazy, but you can just skip over all the BS and the pretending and just get to where you're ultimately trying to go faster. It's so true. And I find that like in my relationship, in my marriage, I mean, if when I like tonight, like I'll give you, I'll be really real with you right now. Like we were fighting earlier this week and, you know, I just finally told him, you know, I was feeling this way because of this. And he was like immediately, like all of the tension, like evaporated in a a second. And it was like, Oh, like we can be friends again. Like, Hey, there you are. You know I mean? And that's just an example of that. You know, it's like when you, when you let down that guard, like magical things can happen. Yeah. I mean, I think just being married and when I met Josh and just being like, Hey, if I want a relationship to work, I have to be vulnerable. So he really helped me in, and we helped each other in being vulnerable. Like if you want certain results and want certain level of connections in your life, you have to be vulnerable. So it's like, what are we doing here if we're not going to be right? Mm -hmm. Or when we don't spend a lot of time together and I forget to be vulnerable or I'm having those walls up, like you just said, and then you just realize as soon as someone's vulnerable, okay, I'm not mad anymore. I totally get where you're coming from. You're connected again. And I think that's the relationship with women as well. Like for me, when I just know a woman's not being vulnerable and she's just putting up these walls, like I can see it more clearly, but maybe her friends can't, and then they can't connect on a certain level. And you, you know, you're walking around like, oh, I don't have women relationships. Women don't understand me. I mean, I've been in that role, so I can speak to that role too in Mm -hmm. a non-judgmental way, but it's all about vulnerability. Yeah. So I guess that kind of leads into my next question. Like what is the most common theme that you see for the women that seek out your events and want to come to your events? What is it that they feel like they're lacking or what's the problem that you're solving for them? Um, so there's a lot. 
I could speak on, oddly and funny enough, more recently, and probably just because of um, the more recent projects that I've been doing, is women are having a really tough time being vulnerable. And Hmm. I'm really seeing that. And even women that I, you know, I see them at my events. I think they're so amazing. I would have never thought that they had that issue. That's really something that's really, really holding them back. And then that keeps them from taking action on their business, taking action on their business idea, taking action on getting to the next level because they don't want to put themselves out there because they're scared. Yeah. I feel like this is like, there's this fear of not being perfect or fear of, you know, being wrong or even imposter syndrome. Like we're all like, I've felt it. I mean, I feel it all the time. So it's like, I I know that other women are feeling that too. I mean, and, and, you know, the culture I feel like has been so masculine driven, you know, like you have to be this masculine straight shooter, you know, dress in business suits to be any kind of success. And it's changing. Like the work that you're doing is absolutely changing that paradigm. Oh, thank you. And yeah, it's, and it's also about a fear of being judged, you know, and sadly Mm -hmm. from other women, it's like, for me, I had a really big fear of being judged and I really didn't care what, like what a man said about me. It was more about, you know, what are other women going to say about me? And good with like what you just said with imposter syndrome, someone in in my group was just asking about this and it keeps coming up. And I'm like, Hey, that's a good thing. Cause if you're not scared, if you don't kind of feel like, Hey, maybe, you know, whatever it is, then you're not going big enough. You're not having big enough goals. So it's something like, it doesn't matter who you are or what level you're at. You're never going to completely get over imposter syndrome because you're going to grow. You're going to kill it in that area. And then when you up level, you're going to feel it again. (laughs) great Sarah great (laughs) but it's just knowing that we all feel like that and that's normal and it's actually like switching your mindset on it like okay the fact that I'm feeling this that means that I'm really like gonna do big work and I'm really trying and having a big effort instead of like you know like switching your mindset yeah it's like growth mindset versus fixed yeah totally So, you know, for women listening here, what's something that they can start doing today to start making more positive connections, to start putting themselves out there, to start being more vulnerable? What are some action steps that you typically advise to, you know, your event attendees? So, I mean, it depends a little bit. I'm not like a a really big believer in just one thing in a lot of areas, but so it kind of depends whether, you know, what I was talking about when you said, what do people come to you? They're like vulnerable in the way of they want to get in the online space, but they are scared to be on video or vulnerable in a way that they don't want to tell another woman, like, you know, what they're really feeling or what they're going through because they're scared that it'll be held against them after, mm-hmm. or they're scared that, you know, they'll appear weak. Um, I think a really big thing that you could start doing now is changing your mindset around it and realizing that, we all are the same. And if you really, really want those connections, you are going to have to be vulnerable. Another thing is to realize that you're not meant to connect with everyone. Mm. I think, you know, like I think 
we walk into rooms, we have expectations. We might want to be friends with this person or we really, really want to connect with this person that we saw online or we heard about her through her and like really dropping our expectations and realizing that there might be 10 people in the room. There's going to be three people that automatically don't like you just because you're giving off, just because you're giving off too much light for them or they're not ready to be where you're at. And instead of being like, hey, those three people like gave me a weird vibe and really getting down and walking away, telling yourself a story that women don't like you or it's really hard to connect, it's we need to start paying attention to those other seven people that are right in front of us. Another thing for me, because I will say before I started Girl Talk, I was going to the same dinners, hanging out with the same people who I love dearly and I might have known them my whole life, but they're my, I've grown and they aren't growing. So that can really keep you stuck. So I would sought out other people like Lori Harder and I talk about how we became friends. She DM'd me, Hmm. you know, we have this, a lot of my friendships right now have come from Instagram. And so we really just have to make an effort instead of staying in the same place and also realizing you might meet a hundred people that you don't have a connection with and that's okay, but you have to keep going because you cannot expect to have a connection with everyone. Absolutely. Like, I feel like we're all wired differently, you know, and that's not a, it's not a good or bad thing. It's just the reality of the situation. Or think about your days. Maybe like if you met me on a day that I might've, you know, something bad happened that day. Maybe I just had an argument with my husband because I wasn't being vulnerable. And then you meet me and you might be like, wow, she was really quiet. She's different than I was expecting. Mm. So it's really like dropping expectations realizing that we really are the same and dropping our judgments. And I will say that I used to be a pretty judgmental person, not in a way of, I won't talk to you, but I would be automatically like, oh, well, she was like, she did this. So she must be like this. And Mm -hmm. really that just came from me projecting on myself because I had been judged. I had been bullied by other women. So I was just, you know, putting up that wall to try to fight off my fear of judgment with judging others. You know, and I think that's so common. I mean, anybody who's over the age of 10 probably experiences that, you know, on a day-to-day basis, because that's just the reality of life. You know, we all get banged up. We all have trauma that happens to us. I mean, that's kind of, I feel like why we're here in a lot of ways is to learn and grow from that. So I love that you're saying that because anyone listening right now can absolutely relate to that. I mean, me included, like you were talking and I was getting chills because it's like, yeah, I mean, all of my 20s, I feel like I was so judgmental and so harsh, but that was because I wasn't happy with who I was. I wasn't happy with, you know, where I was and I was feeling judged and ridiculed and, you know, all of that. So, yeah, I mean, that's so common and so normal. So thank you for saying that. Yeah. Man, so what are some of your favorite um, success stories from Girl Talk? I mean, have you, I'm sure you have people reach out to you after events and things like that, like, wow, like you just changed my life. So what are your some of your uh, most memorable ones? I love, here's my most recent one that I didn't even know about. And this was two years from this particular event. Um, So this woman that is in one of my programs wrote like introducing herself. And she was like, I first learned about Girl Talk and Sarah because I was Googling, like I really needed a women's event, um, some sort of personal development. And I Googled and I found Sarah and I went, I forget where she um, lived, but in the, in the Midwest. And she 
bought a ticket to the event and that event was in Arizona and took her mom and they literally flew to the event and her and her mom have had a relation, like an issues in their relationship her whole life. And she'd been really struggling to connect with her mom, heal things that have happened. And for whatever reason, she found me on Google was like, I have to be here. So she came to the event and her and her mom have an amazing relationship. Now they're vulnerable with each other. They're honest. They respect each other's boundaries. They are really practicing their self love and I didn't know about that. I had no idea she existed or this happened. And then she shared the story and that that was from an event two years ago. So to me, that was so powerful. And I was so grateful. I was like, how did she find me on Google? Like so many things. And that's such an amazing story. And the mother daughter relationship can be very complicated. So the fact that not only did she do that, but she also got her mom to come with her. Wow. And really what that tells me is that you just stopped like a cycle from happening. Like if she ever had kids, whatever was going on and probably from her mother to her mother and to her mother, like that cycle is now over because of the work that you're doing. Oh yeah. That's just, yeah, that one. I mean, I love hearing all the different stories with that one. I just found out about, and I was like, what? Oh, and another thing she was like, so this is so huge for all of us that want to make our impacts is she was like, there were so many powerful speakers there and all of Sarah and the women, instead of competing, they were really lifting each other up and coming together. So that was a big example because she had never seen that probably Mm -hmm. from the relationship with her and her mom, but she had never seen women like being powerful and maybe being in certain of the same spaces or that could possibly be a competition really coming together to make a better impact in the world. Wow. Man, that's amazing. I need to come to an event. <laughs> oh, you do. Wow. So, I mean, what you kind of touched on self-love and acceptance, and I've seen some recent posts about that, which really struck me as impactful. So where do you think most women get it wrong when it comes to really loving themselves and accepting themselves where they are in that moment? I mean, it's all different. Um, you know, it could come from something that happened, a trauma in your life, or just like the group, the tribe that you hang out with, or um, different self-doubt. I also think now that I love social media, but at the same time, I hate it because, you know, something that you might already have some doubts on or something that you've struggled with, it's like social media can amplify things, amplify, amplify things for the positive or the negative. So that's where it comes back to us as women and our responsibility is you could go online and just see people sharing how amazing their life is all the time. When you feel like, Hey, like I haven't caught a break yet or things seem so hard for me all the time. And then you're like scrolling through your phone and when no one else has that issue, it seems like, which is not true. Right. It's total bullshit. Right. It's, I mean, I will know people's stories and I'm like, why are you posting that? Like, <laughs> that is not true. We just talked about this. You, pro- you don't even live with your husband. Do you know what you're doing to other women watching this? And it's like, you're also prolonging your own healing by living in this fantasy world. And there's nothing wrong with having problems and things happen and getting knocked down. I think that for whatever reason, we think there's something wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's where like the greatest triumphs and people that in our lives and the heroes, the people that we all follow, like they've hit rock bottom before. And it's and okay. talk about it. Yeah. They're open about it. So true. 
So how do you, um, you know, with everything going on, with all of your amazing travels going on, how do you stay grounded and happy? So the big thing for me is I need a lot of space. Um, I need to plan certain things. Like I love traveling, you know, I'll love, I did, there was a period about a year and a half ago where I was going to a different school, like every weekend and I got really burnt out. So the thing for me that I learned is my self care and also again, giving myself that permission that maybe I don't run like someone else, or maybe someone else can go out and speak in a place every single weekend and then also balance everything in their life. I don't know how, probably not, but (laughs) for that to be okay. And that the more that I fill myself up, the more that I'm going to be able to give. So for me, it's like really doing things to prevent burnout and taking care of myself because that's the most important thing that I can do. Like of all the impact that we're talking about or the impact that we all want to make. I mean, we're not able to do that unless we're taking care of ourselves. Well, all I have to say to that is you're going to be a fantastic mother because that is what I preach day in and day out to all of my moms. It's you cannot be a great mom or great woman without filling your cup first. Like it's just not possible. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Man. So, you know, for our listeners, what's the biggest takeaway you want them to walk away from um, on the topic of female friendship and connection? What do you really want them to remember from our talk? I really, 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 really want you to remember that we're all the same. I know I keep repeating it, but we really are the same. So just really meet people with compassion instead of, you know, putting our own like wounds from the past or something that strikes a nerve with us when we're in a conversation or we see something with another female, like try as hard as you can to just meet them with love and be like, they're a human being. I have no idea what they're going through. Let me not take this personal. And also just remember that we're not meant to connect with everyone. Because for me, and I speak from thinking, oh, but I'm good at connection. I have so much empathy. I love meeting women that when I didn't feel a connection with someone, I'm like, I would be like, oh, did I do something wrong? Or did they not like me? Like, to really just try to get out of our own heads and more thinking in our hearts and give each other that compassion, because I'm sure whatever that woman's going through or however she acted, you've done that before in your life. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That hit home. But again, too, like you said, like some women just, some women you're just not going to connect with. Some women are not going to like you because you have blonde hair or, you know, whatever it may be. They don't like your shoes. Like something sets them off that has absolutely nothing to do with who you really are. And it has nothing to do with you normally. Maybe the person Mm -hmm. with blonde hair did something really bad to them (laughs) whenever, or when they were in kindergarten and they remember her, like you don't know. So, and that's okay. Really, Mm -hmm. like that's okay. I love it. So I do have some rapid fire questions if you're ready. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So women need. Love. Mm. I believe in taking chances. Hmm. I'm grateful for being alive. Love is beautiful. And last one, what's something that you've learned in life that you wish someone would have told you earlier on? Stop putting so much pressure on myself. 
literally like mm-hmm. when you're 20 and you're like, oh my gosh, I have one year left to graduate and I'm supposed to have a job or I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to do that. There is no supposed to. So to just really enjoy the moment and stop putting the pressure on yourself. I love that. I mean, that's, that's fabulous advice for anybody in any stage of life, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I will remind myself that, that even though I've learned that lesson, I'm like, okay, I got to chill. <laughs> stop putting pressure on this. Right. I don't want to like wake up when I'm 60 and be like, oh, dang, I wish I was where I was back then and I didn't enjoy it because I put so much pressure on myself. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I look at my kids and they're driving me crazy. They're running around Whole Foods, like trying to run out the door. <laughs> and I'm like starting to feel my body just tense and I'm not breathing. And then I just kind of breathe and it's like, oh, like they're only going to be this way for a little bit. I need to just yeah. chill the fuck out. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Moms are so freaking amazing. I'm like, okay, I know all these answers, but gosh, when I'm a mom, I need to remember this. I don't even know what the heck I'm going to do. So moms are just like super women. No, I mean, you're honestly like, you're doing all of the internal work that I wish I would have done before having kids. Like this should be required work before having children, what you're doing and preaching. So you're going to be as ready as you can be, if that's possible. (laughs) Yeah, true. Um, so how can people find you on social media, your website, all of that? Yeah. So Instagram at girl talk network and website girltalknetwork.org. But I am always on Instagram. I love it. I love connecting with you guys. So just come say hi. Yeah. And your Instagram is amazing. So inspirational. So beautiful. I mean, you've got it going on girl. Oh, thank you. And that's what I have to say. I just posted about this. I'm like, I love it. And again, I'm trying to make it beautiful just because I like that. You don't have to do that, but it's like, I had 500 followers and started my company. So wherever anyone's at, I just want them to remember that because anything is possible. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing. You're changing lives just by being who you are. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for stopping by. Your support means the world to me. I truly, truly mean that. And if you're a regular listener, thank you. I love you. Um, If you're a new listener, welcome to the tribe. Welcome to Motherhood Unstressed. And if something in this episode with Sarah resonated with you, I would love for you to share it with a friend or to leave a five-star review on iTunes because that's really how the show has grown. That's how we've expanded this network of women and men listening um, and this community of people who are interested in creating better lives for themselves and creating more self-love and self-awareness, self-care, all of these things coming together to create a better, happier, more productive world. So just thank you. And again, sharing is caring. This episode is sponsored by Motherhood Unstressed CBD Supplements. Guys, I wanted to put out something into the world that mattered to me and that actually worked. So this is something that I'm going to be using every single day to help my body battle stress and anxiety. So CBD is amazing for that and it doesn't cause any side effects. Zero THC is involved, so you're not gonna get high. And the ashwagandha is also insanely effective for helping the brain uh, not get so worked up and get stressed out over things. And it works on the HPA axis, which is the hypothalamic, pituitary, and adrenals. And it helps the brain communicate better so you're not gonna get stressed out. So in addition to the CBD, the ashwagandha is amazing. So you can head on over to motherhoodunstress.com and use the code LAUNCH because we just launched uh, to save 10% off. 
I'd also like to thank our sponsor, Four Sigmatic. These are the medicinal mushrooms. I add them to my coffee every single morning. I never miss a morning and I feel amazing all day long. Cordyceps are amazing for energy and sex drive. The chaga is amazing for immunity and the reishi is amazing for sleep. So if I wanna be able to sleep at night, I just add it to my tea and I'm good to go. Um, I also like to thank the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. This is the school that I went to. Um, I can't, I really can't thank them enough. I mean, going to that school absolutely changed the course of my life. Like I already was super interested in health and wellness before joining. I think that's a pretty normal thing for a student and why they would want to join. But what I learned ended up opening my mind in so many different ways and also gave me a really intense business acumen. So learning about business and marketing through them also was incredibly helpful and is really the reason why I'm doing all the things that I'm doing now is because I was exposed to amazing teachers and, and I had the support there that I needed. So if you're interested in checking them out, head on over to my website. I've got a sample class you can look at. I've got a sample curriculum. And if you do end up on a discovery call with IIN, mention my name, Elizabeth Carlisle, and you will get almost $1,000 off, if not more, uh, from your tuition. Um, they work a lot with affiliates and referrals. So let me be that for you and save you some money and help you on your path to learning more about health and wellness and then being able to create a ripple effect in the lives of others.